guys. Hey. What's so, up? Yeah. I don't know. I just watched Kung, Kung Fu Panda. Kung, Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> yeah, it's a ripoff of Kung Fu Panda. Have you heard of it, Zach? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's um, it doesn't have Jack Black in it. It has, um, who's the Jack who's like uh, Jack Taylor White? Swift's? No, Jack White. Yeah, it has Jack White in it. Okay. Um, the black stripes. The, the black stripes. He's the white stripes lead. I got like. We're getting a lot of yin yang going on right now. Yeah, this the black keys. You got to get those bands straight. The black keys, the white stripes. Okay. Jack Black, Jack White. You know, Jack Black and Jack White did something like they made like a YouTube video yeah, together. And Jablinski Games. Oh yeah, yeah, because he's a big YouTuber now, right? Yep. Yep. Four point something million subscribers. Man, imagine. Go subscribe that, to him see, right now. That's the thing. We can't do that because. Like, think about it. if I was already an actor, I could start a podcast and instantly it wouldn't even have to be good. It could be the worst podcast ever created, and there would be a fan base. That like would that be right Barack there. Obama podcast. Yeah, I mean it was okay. It was all right. I'm sure. I'm sure he was, you know, interesting enough. But like he, you know, he's not gonna say anything that's like that interesting or controversial because he's not. Like politicians never do that. Yeah. If they were to make a podcast, it would be so formal and straight laced. It would just be boring because they can't be authentic. You know. Amen. Uh, it's that's one thing that's frustrating me because I would love to see, like, what politicians act like when they're not like speaking. They that's should the just... only way that we see them is when they're speaking. I want to see reality TV politicians. You know. They should just release the next pre- presidential debate on a streaming service. Yeah, you know, the next presidential debate should be. Well, they, this, there was this idea that Joe Rogan would have both of the, the oh. candidates on the podcast and it'd sort of be like, no, no, I actually think that they just wanted him to be the moderator, but I think it would be better if Joe Rogan, they just got in, maybe, I'm not saying I would condone this, but maybe they smoke a little weed before they get started, <laughs> <laughs> take the edge off a little bit. Yeah, that would really make it less intense, huh? I'm just kidding. I'm not, I'm not for that. But it would make it interesting. Yeah, but just imagine, like, it would just go straight to streaming or straight to YouTube instead of everybody saying up for it. It's like, hey, did you catch the new president? And they could make episodes, like season exactly. one, season two. I think that every president should get a reality TV show, like, Kardashian-style. Oh. That's why I wanted Kanye to win the presidency, because I wanted keeping up with the Kardashians in the White House. And now Kanye didn't win, and they're getting divorced. <laughs> so it's sort of all falling apart, my Aww. dream. But they, Kanye they could have done um, The Apprentice in the White House, and every time he fired, like That's Trump true. fired a lot of people. That's like true. they could have done The Apprentice. Like I think we just need to admit that politics is a, is like it's a circus. So we need to fully embrace that by bringing in entertainment as part of it, and just take it a lot less seriously. That would be really cool to like have a TV show about each president, like to get to know their family. You know, yeah. like like who is this person you know like like, what what are they what makes hunter biden like what's whatever his other child who's less you know has been less in the news probably so i don't know their name yeah like like that would be that would be that would probably get really high ratings why has nobody done that yet see that's the thing people are too scared they think it'll i mean but i think you just got to go for it because you just got to make money and do what the the ratings will get, you know, the ratings will get that's high. All, that's what it's all about, I guess. I, I don't really think, like, politicians should stop thinking about, like, getting reelected, and they should start thinking about, like, ratings. What's their What's their next career? No, they, career. Sh- they should really take seriously all publicity is good publicity. Like, that should be their A motto. A lot of people should, do. I mean, yeah, there's definitely been some yeah. recent presidents, yeah. president who did, 
I think they did li- like go on a all publicity is good publicity motto. Yeah, probably. Like, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it still might be today that there's a lot of politicians who are still like that, but um, t- they tend to be so sh- like straight laced that it's it would be boring to hear them talk. To be honest, it's just they wouldn't say anything I interesting. I am a robot. Yeah, I will say exactly what I need to say and nothing more. The movie vault endorses no one. No, yeah, we are not an endorsing podcast, and we're trying to... We're a movie podcast. We're a movie podcast, and we're not really trying to reveal any personal political beliefs. <laughs> That's why we're all over the place, and they're trying to figure it out. I was just getting more confused. Yeah, yeah, I, I threw some criticisms into both sides there. Yeah, so we can just both really... sides. There's so many sides, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. there should be more sides. Yeah, That's one of the problems. There. No, we need to have so many sides that it's confusing. So then, it becomes a Rick and Morty. Then there's episode. like a dictatorship because there's too many sides, so one side just takes over all the other sides. That's what would happen, I think. Like that sounds like a Rick and Morty. Episode yeah, it does kind of. Where they create so many political parties that someone else takes over easily. Yeah, I mean, when you have chaos, magic, you need a you need an authoritarian. That's how it works. Ben, who better than you? Yeah, and that's what happened in the movie Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> not, just, uh, not really at all, but I'm just trying to relate we're it. Five back. minutes in, we haven't even said. All we said was Kung Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> yeah, I, I misspoke. I like stuttered the uh, the title. But uh, th- so Zach, this movie was directed by John Stevenson and John Osborne. Ooh, Maybe who are, who actually, I don't think his name was John Osborne. I think I wrote that wrong. But whatever, his last name was Osborne. And uh, it was released in the year 2008. Grossed. Six, I was shocked. $63.17 million on a $130 million or 631. Six, 631. Yeah. Million. Yeah. Million. I mean, that's crazy. And a Rotten Tomato score of 87%, which is really high. Yeah. And that, for me, oh, it's a watch. Yeah, same, I guess. I mean, I, it's not a top notch or a botch. I was just thinking, like, what movie could we watch? And I told you, I was like, why don't we just watch Kung Fu Panda? Or no, yeah. you said that maybe. No, 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 we, no. I said DreamWorks. He wanted DreamWorks, and yeah. he mentioned Madagascar, and what was the other one? How to Train. Oh, I mentioned How to Train Your Dragon. You said Madagascar. So really, you did everything. And then you said Shrek, but I was like, I'm Shreked out. Yeah. Unless we watch Shrek Two, but we can't review Shrek Two before because I've never seen Shrek Two, but I've seen Shrek like a couple times. Yeah, but it's kind of hard to get Shreked out. I really like the first Shrek. I don't know. For some reason, I just I can't watch it too much, and it's like it's been like a couple months since I watched it again, but. Oh, I thought you meant like last week. No. Oh. But like to me, a couple months is like still too close for okay. most movies, unless okay. it's a really good movie. Like, like, uh, No Country for Old Men. Yeah. No, <laughs> but I watched that within like three or four months. So that's still yeah. pretty good for me. But like, same with Fight Club, it was like three months maybe. Okay. Or two months at best. But yeah, I, I don't remember. think I don't think it's a botch at all. I mean, the ratings say it. it's like six hundred thirty-one million. Yeah, they speak for million. themselves. And 87%, which you thought that was higher. You think that it deserves lower? No, I don't necessarily think it deserves lower because I think... Rotten Tomatoes, I've explained this so many times. It just rates on how many people think it's good. And I think most people would watch this movie and be like, this is a good movie. You know? It is. They, they would, got a lot of good names. They wouldn't... It. I don't think it would shock anybody. Like, the plot's a little bit predictable, as we'll get to here. But... uh I, I don't Stop. Know. It's original and it's unpredictable. Basically, so I'm going to explain the plot. It's basically just Star Wars, um, except for they reverse the roles at some points. So instead of the sun... No, no, it's not even role reversed, I don't think. Well, so 
when well, Luke fighting. Skywalker, okay, is the son, and then his father is the bad guy. But it's like switched. The son is the bad guy, and the father is the good guy. But he's like an adopted father, so it's not even like a real father. There's a lot of adopted fathers in this movie. But I was imagining them not as Anakin and Luke. I was imagining as Obi-Wan and Anakin. Which is a more realistic relationship because, again... We're talking Obi- about Master Shifu and Tai Lung. Yeah. And I, I, Obi-Wan would be more like... Uh, yeah, that relationship is more of an adopted relationship, so it makes more sense. Yeah, because like it's he he taught him, he kind of turned evil, and he thinks it's his fault. That's kind of Obi Wan's story arc. Yeah, he he trained Anakin, and Anakin turns evil, and then so then it's not even roles reverse from Star Wars. It's just an exact copy of Star yeah, Wars, basically. <laughs> um, and so there's this there's this panda named Poe who uh, is a noodle cook for his with his dad and. He wants to be a kung fu fighter, so he goes up to the mountain to see the kung fu to see who is going to be the dragon warrior. Yep. And he accidentally uh, ends up in the middle with the five other people. The Furious Five. The Furious Five. And uh, the old turtle named Ugwe, I think. Master. Master Ugwe. Mm-hmm. Picks him and is like, there's no accidents. So everybody doesn't think that Poe should be the dude especially not tigress the tiger who thinks she should be the dragon warrior to be honest she probably should have been yeah like i don't know whether this i would have been so mad yeah (laughs) i don't know like i don't know what this movie's point was with the whole dragon warrior thing we'll get to that though um but he gets trained after chi what's his name shifu yep master shifu Shifu in the title is um (laughs) convinced by master Uwe that he needs to believe in poe and then the furious five leave to try to um stop the what's the, what's the dude's name tai long tai long see this is why i need to have a list of names and i never have it with me for some reason so they're going to try to get tai long who's broken out of the most ridiculous prison ever created that's it supposed to be really unbreakable cool. but rhinos are apparently too self-confident didn't take it seriously enough. It's when, true that when Shifu uh, said that they needed to do more, he was like, "Ha! Of course we don't." <laughs> and that really bit him in the butt later. Yeah, um, it really exploded his butt. <laughs> yeah, it really did. And uh, I so I, I hope they learn from that. You know, the rhinos. When in next heaven, time, yeah. Next time, <laughs> rhino heaven. <laughs> rhino heaven. Next time, they have to make a prison for somebody. Um, yeah, next time they make a prison, they have to make it even harder to get out of. When that thing was like the most elaborate. Although prison. this movie relies a lot on destiny, so if it was destiny, that was what uh, caused Tai Lung, or whatever his name is, to get out of prison. It, yeah, you're right. Tai Lung, Tai Lung, whatever. Uh, I should stop. I'm just gonna call him Tai. Ty. So that way, um, Tyrese, I, call I, Tyrese. <laughs> Tyrese. That way, you don't mess up the name again. It's it's gonna get annoying. Um, Ty breaks out of the prison, so you know, and he's on his route, and then he meets the Furious Five, and he completely destroys them. He plays with them a little bit, but he completely annihilates them with his nerve damage. And then Poe comes down from the mountains, like I can't do this, and Shifu's like, "Oh, I guess I gotta fight him and die." And then <laughs> he does, but he doesn't quite die because Ty has him in a chokehold. And then Poe shows up, he's like, "Hey, look, dude, I got the scroll." Oh, by the way, they found out that Poe's um, motivation to fight comes from food. Like, when he's motivated by food, it, like, takes away all his inhibition. So then <laughs> he can do whatever kung fu moves are possible because he 
I guess the food is just that much of a motivation for him because they they talk about how fat he is the like entire movie. But yeah. he's supposed to be. He's a panda. He's a panda. Pandas are supposed to be fat, and it's important at the end of the fight because they're fighting over this scroll that he has, and Ty and Poe get, you know, tangle, and then eventually Ty tries to use this little nerve move, but Poe, um, it's either because of the acupuncture. Uh, acupuncture from earlier i think it's because his nerves are so disconnected from his fat yeah that's that's what they were saying yeah like his fat because so then he can't manipulate his nerves to like do things and then um eventually uses his giant belly to bounce him and uh i think uses the wishy finger hold at the end oh yeah the wishy finger hold and that that like that decimates him yeah and Uh, the city and then it sort of ends and they and he and Shifu meditate for a little bit, and then they go and get food. And that's yeah. it. Skadoosh. Postcarded scene, they get shawarma. Yep, and there's kung fu fighting. Kung fu fighting. Oh. It was strong as life. Was this song out before this movie? Oh, yeah, that was like an 80s song. Just making sure. Okay. I wonder who sang that I song. I probably sound really dumb asking that. Carl Douglas. This guy. Wow. Yeah, I think it's like, it says the soul of kung fu fighting. 1974. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I never knew that. I always equated that song with this movie. Well, right, because it's naturally, I like, I don't know what, why the Kung Fu fight, like, what inspired that song. I'm not really sure, but. Yeah. Kung, um, he maybe had, he had maybe, a vision about Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, maybe it was, uh, well, Bruce Lee movies were popular at that time, but Bruce Lee passed away pretty in the mid or late 70s on, like, he had, like, a heart attack. It was crazy. Um, Bruce Lee's uh, so legendary. I was thinking of other kung fu movies I've watched, and I watched this one called Enter the Dragon. That's a Bruce Lee movie. Pretty cool in terms of fight style, but the plot is not amazing, but I think that's because the fighting is supposed to be the main thing. Probably could say the same thing about this movie to some degree. It's like uh, the Street Fighters game? No, it's not like that at all. Uh, well, I wish. Um, Man can they're, dream. They're probably... Well, Mortal Kombat... Mortal Kombat's like good. I'm not, not the movie. I've not seen any of the Mortal Kombat or really played Mortal Kombat, but that's like Street Fighter, isn't it? It's like Street Fighter, but some people have powers and the deaths are really extremely violent. Cool. That's that sounds like a good game. It is fun. Yeah, I know it probably is. Uh, and then oh, we do have a quote. So uh, Master Uguay says, "Yesterday is history." Tomorrow, Tomorrow is a mystery, mystery, but today is a gift. That's why it's called a present. And then he hits a tree and a peach falls into his hands. I feel like Master Ugwe was kind of cutesy. Like, his, all his sayings were, like, real... I don't He had a sense of childlike wonder. I don't but know. But he was also very wise at the same time. Yeah, like, there was this one quote that I don't know the exact thing. I couldn't find it. But it was, like, he told Shifu that the more he tried to avoid his destiny it would bring it to him and i thought about that because every movie that's about people who know their future is about how because they know their future what they're trying to avoid happening to them they cause it to happen because they know like it's like what is and then that comes back to predestination versus free will what is supposed to happen happens regardless of whether you know or not do you know ben do I don't really i don't really know whether that's how it works though i can't do you really know your destiny that. i don't know my destiny i know mine what, what is your destiny, Zach? To finish this podcast. 
Yeah, I hope that my destiny is at least to finish this podcast. I, if this podcast is my destiny, I'm starting to get a little discouraged. Like, well, why? I don't know. I just feel like uh, we should be more popular if this is our destiny. We think too highly of ourselves. Yeah, that's my real problem, though. Nobody, like, why would anybody want to hear what I have to say? Anyway, <laughs> Zach, Zach, what what problem is it within me that makes me my voice want to be heard? Like, uh, maybe you're just. I don't know, insecure. Do you think I'm insecure or do you kind of deep, deep childhood trauma or something? Yeah, that's probably it. Something that's holding you back from, from knowing that you are a great person. I feel like I might tend towards narcissism, but it's like a humble narcissism. It's like a a, a sweet, gentle narcissism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I think highly of myself, maybe too highly sometimes. But I'm not going to rub it in your face. But I'm not, but I'm going to tell you that I know I think highly of myself. Yeah. I mean, I acknowledge it to you. Oh, we're just being hyper-aware again. Yeah. That maybe that's my biggest flaw and my biggest strength. I'm trying to be more vulnerable on this, you know? Like, maybe I just really need to open up a little start, bit. Start crying a little bit <laughs> here and there. You're right, though. I, I listen to some podcasts that people get really, like, uh, open about certain... Th- I mean, obviously, you can't... You have to be... You can't bar your whole soul, uh, like, in public. Like, you yeah, have to you gotta be careful. save it. Put it in pieces in different podcasts so you can make a lot more money. Yeah, exactly. Because then, yeah, everyone would know too much about you. But, like, these sort of things are, are uh, like, general personality qualities that you have to spend your whole life discovering, you know? Like, sometimes you just don't know that there's a flaw in yourself until you somehow you're in a situation and... It might not might, might with another person, but it might not be even that person tells you about it, but you just realize you're like, I'm kind of like, maybe I don't want to act like this. Maybe I need to, to change how I'm acting. And yeah, I, I didn't myself. realize it. Like, maybe people don't like me because I'm a jerk, you know? You are. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't somewhat. know that he's joking. I saw Zach's eyes. <laughs> yeah, my eyes. He, ben can tell the truth from my eyes. Anyway, that, th- this movie obviously brings out um, a lot. The, the you know it makes you think through things and and think through your emotions because what it says is that the point of the movie is that you should believe in yourself. Should but I? my question is, should, should I trust myself? Should I trust my belief? Should in I myself? trust trust my instinctual? Is, is believing in myself really gonna be what makes life better for everyone else, or will it just make life better for me as the an dragon individual? Scroll said it did, so I believe that. And that's better than me. That's true. I don't know. I don't know. A big old sea turtle or land turtle <laughs> told me that I need to believe in myself. So, and then his student, a meerkat slash chinchilla, told me that I have to believe in myself. So that's good enough for me. It's two different animals. Yeah, that's true. I think as long as there's two different <laughs> animals, as long as it's not just one animal, I think we're good. Yeah, like, the, one of the animals one. was at least a hundred years old. Yeah, that I mean, no I'm not a hundred years old. I don't know that many people were over a hundred years old, so who can talk that rationally? Yeah, I guess. I met one lady who was like 107. That not rational, but she was no. She could she could talk. Okay. I mean, she probably mostly talked about like. Well, we asked her. So one of the things I asked her was like how much, like what do you think about how much life has changed? Because she was born like in the 1920s. Whoa! So it's the like roaring 20s. Like life has changed so much. Uh, she probably didn't remember the 20s, but the 30s, you know, and yeah. then the 40s, 
and then we get there's all sorts of things that change but i can't remember her answer it's like maybe you don't life changes so slowly but so rapidly that we don't really notice how much how fast it changes it just sort of happens in front of us but we ha- when we look back we're like wow that changed a lot but in the moment we don't really see it that's one of your i remember one of his quotes he said you you have to let go of your con- of your delusion of control because that's because uh, Shifu was trying to control everything and Shifu's like but what do you mean you can't control what do you mean you can't control stuff i just hit this peach and buried the seed and a, pe- and a peach tree is going to grow but you're you what's his name uruguay <laughs> what's the <laughs> The turtle, old turtle guy, says, but you can't decide what type of tree. It, if you want it to grow up as an apple tree, it won't happen. It will always be a peach tree. So there's some things that you can't control, of course, like the nature of things you can't control. But you might think you can control things, little things here and there, but you can't. Was mm. that the quote you are trying to remember earlier? Yeah, but you know what you can control? Car insurance? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing in life you can control, and that's whether you have insurance on your home and auto. And we're going to get it to you through Hedman Anglin Agency. So call this number. Stop your car if you're driving your car because it's probably not insured, and you probably need to get it insured. And call 614-486-7300. That's 614-486-7300. And if you do contact them, make sure to tell them that Ben and Zach sent you. Go do it. Uh, I, I rudely interrupted Zach because I saw this perfect transition and, <laughs> and I also wanted to really talk about what he was saying, but I wanted to get through the ad to make sure that we did it. <laughs> so, so, um, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm making an executive decision. We're going to talk about message before we talk about sentiment. Cause that's basically oh, what we're talking okay. about. So yeah, I think, I think this, this is something that has really, uh, uh, in, in my, my life recently, I've been thinking about a lot is as I've observed more people, I see everyone has their own different sort of way of trying to like control their little life that they have. So a lot of times when people get in a career, they they start once they get established in the career, they start trying to make a little kingdom within their career and that they can control. So you they'll 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 do things and try to manipulate people. Maybe they don't think they're trying to manipulate people, but they are. And, and to do things a certain way so that they can feel like they're and they're the ones who who control what's going on and it, it's uh maybe other people can make it harder on them but but ultimately they're the ones at the helm of their life and uh if they go to the right college and get the right job and meet the right person to start a family with then everything will be good because they have control over their life and then i hear stories about people have things happen to them that just make no sense they don't fit into the plan that they that they started for their life they're just like traumatic circumstances that um they could never have i mean what did they do in their life that would have caused this to happen to them you know like i mean health is a big one uh no matter how rich you are or how poor you are you can still get cancer you can still get some sort of terminal illness and it could be genetic you can't control that there's no way to control that and there's no way to stop it from happening it just happens um like you might be able to uh, get rid of certain discomforts or needs from your life like you might never be hungry or thirsty i mean certain certainly you can you you will die if you don't have those things so like if you can't control to some level getting those things then you'll just die but most of us never who listen to this podcast or have access to being able to listen to a podcast will never you know experience a lot like true hunger and and thirst you know 
in the sense that we're actually like gonna die. So I I I think that presents a really good point. Like the the more that we try to control, often we make bigger messes because we're trying to control things on our own and we can't. Yeah, that's my rant. Yeah, no, that's good. Very good. Yeah, I agree. I think my little kingdom is perfect, though. <laughs> yeah, Zach, you have a nice little kingdom. Yeah, there's nothing. No, nothing can disturb it. Not even cancer. Nope. No, the thing. Is, well, I don't feel like can't, there'd be other things that would bother me more yeah. than cancer. cancer <laughs> oh, would... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like what? Like I, I feel like for most compared to other most people, cancer wouldn't bother you a whole lot. <laughs> Like, like I'm not. It would bother you. No, but you're right. Probably not as much like, as the, I wouldn't freak out. I'm like, trying to think of what would be something that would like really bother you. Ooh. Somebody else getting cancer. I'm not even someone sure. taking my um, someone like, whenever like I have a snack and I just made a nice meal right in front of me and someone eats something off of it, that would that would make <laughs> yes, me mad. Yes, I have witnessed that almost happen a couple of times. Yes. Like uh, like y- yesterday, yeah, yesterday, I didn't. I wasn't even thinking of that. I came home. You I said that, back. and I was like, "Oh, yep, that would really bother I, you." I had I I was coming back from work, and I had one of my friends make me seven cookies, and and then I was about to go eat them by myself in my room, but then one of my one of my other friends took those some a handful of those cookies and shoved them in his mouth, and. I, Zach was I, pretty I, upset. I had it. <laughs> like, like most of the time, Zach keeps a pretty level head, but he looked a little, a little angry in the moment. You know, I'm telling you, he showed a little emotion. The most, the most traumatic experience I've ever had involved a cookie when I was three years old. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not gonna tell a story. It's too traumatic. <laughs> this story might have set the course of Zach's life, <laughs> truly. Um, but we're not gonna tell it. Uh, <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> Sentimentally, I I thought I I'm just more mostly on the I like it, you know. Yeah, the thing is, like I I remember relating to Poe a lot more when I was younger, but a lot has changed since then, and I don't really like him as much now. He's well, yeah, you're not as goofy of a person, maybe. Yeah, you've like sort of become. I more probably little... wasn't when I was younger either. I, I when younger Zach was a little has has kind of this like quirky goofiness to him. Not yeah. you still do, but like maybe uh, maybe you, you might just, be thinking awkward. Maybe just <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. yeah no, you you, you shared the awkwardness with Poe. Uh, that's true. But probably a lot. That's probably why it resonated with kids a lot because being a kid can be really awkward sometimes. Yeah, being an adult can be kind of awkward sometimes. But like this, kids and adults, they're the same. Yeah, we never really grow up, do we? Yeah, kids they figure out how to put blocks in a little box, but when you're an adult, you're trying to figure out why your wife's mad at you when you just like. Mm-hmm didn't came home late and didn't text her you know yeah so, yeah i mean like, it's just like two simple things all right i don't know who i just affected out there but there go text your wife yeah if you're thinking about yeah if think about your your marriage and your relationship you know yeah, yeah. text them yeah and text your text your significant other be like i'm listening to the podcast right now but i really love you yeah it'll 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 help i'm yeah. telling you yeah it'll help it sure will um <laughs> So character arcs. <laughs> I'm gonna just skip over plot. I'm not even doing it. Yeah, because the thing about character arcs is like, Pose was okay. He started to believe in himself. He's very, he's not meek. He's very insecure in the beginning because he's like, oh, you guys he's are kinda, so great, and I'm so terrible. There's layers to him because he's 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 confident. In, well, he just can't stop talking, so that seems like he's confident or naive to like his own sort of weaknesses because. 
he it seems like he mostly just reacts to trying to be the goofy guy. And know? the only time he you actually see him get upset is when Master Shifu actually wants to train him. Yeah. And he's like, how can I defeat Tai Long, blah, blah, blah. And it's he, like, like actually a serious thing. Yeah, he like stakes are coming, yeah. coming out. Um, so he's kind of like, he kind of has to go through that. So he gets a little bit angry. But mainly he's just like reacting as the funny guy, even though these are his idols that he's seeing yeah. in real life. And he still reacts like funny. I think this is a real kind of person that I've interacted with. Like, the kind of person who, like, shields all of their insecurities by being funny. Like, that's a lot of comedians maybe are like that. Yeah, like, they're maybe. actually really sensitive people, but they're used to, or they sort of leverage people making fun of them to their advantage. So that, like, it's sort of, like, self-deprecating, but it's also, like, oh, then I can be funny, and that could be, my like, my confidence like thing. Like Kevin Hart? Maybe. I mean, maybe I don't know enough about Kevin Hart because he's short. He's short, so maybe there are some like lack of confidence there. But it's like uh, the lack of confidence turns into some other kind of actual confidence, and it's like it's a little bit confusing to figure out what's actually going on. And that's what they want. Yeah, which is interesting. I think their little kingdom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they can play it off. It might actually (laughs) hurt them, but they can play it off in a way that makes people sort of like them in a way. But then they might always wonder. Do people like me for who I am, or do they like me because I make no, them laugh? No, I like them because they make me laugh. I don't really care about them. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm a viewer, so I can speak, I can speak from experience. I, I view interacting with people as purely entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next? Cinematography. Um, let's see. It's okay. It's pretty, I mean, a, there was a good cherry blossom scene. Yeah, and I think some of the fighting sequences were kind of cool with the slow-mo and that it looked like a sort of an action movie, but they can do things with animation that they can't do in like live-action movies and make them Oh, yeah, like cool. the fight. Well, that's choreography. Let's just skip. Choreography, I think, was pretty amazing. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I think it was the best part of this movie for me. Like All the fight scenes, all the training scenes. They're way cooler than any actual <clears throat> kung fu movie could be because they're animals, so they can all have different techniques than humans, and they can, like... I mean, there's so many things that they would never be able to actually film if it was like, not animated. They like, were fighting with chopsticks, yeah. and that was amazing. And, like, the scene where he's on the stilts and he's just switching around yeah. the bowls, like, that would never be able to happen, but they can do it because it's animated, so that's really cool but like they were like master shifu the tiny little thing was like flipping people over and like spinning po around and it was i don't know the, because the kung fu because kung fu yeah kung fu can do that it makes sense if you really know it it just makes sense i wonder how respectful this movie is to actual kung fu i feel like it doesn't act like the people who wrote this movie have no idea what well real they kung did fu take is. kung fu and put a panda in it, so <laughs> i guess the bar for being respectful to the actual art of kung fu is probably uh not very high for this movie. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, I I don't know. I I think it's just if you just have fun with it and don't take it too seriously, I don't think there's really much harm that's done. Like, and it's my like a movie podcast. My personal movie. opinion, yeah. And it's a panda. That would be disrespectful. Like, yeah. If somebody made a movie podcast or movie that was like totally making fun of movie podcasters, I'd probably just be like, oh yeah, that's so accurate. You know. We'd rate it really high. Though. Yeah. Actually, that would be a really to profound. Hide our insecurities. I would I would find a lot of you know. Uh, parallels to my own life in that movie and it would probably be one of my favorite movies because of that of course you would and then you'd rate it high to hide your insecurities and build your little kingdom yeah the movie podcast is my own little kingdom that i can i can convince people that i'm intelligent because of the way that i analyze movies you know you're in control man i'm in control and 
it's hard for them to argue with me because I I can say I have hours logged to podcasting. Like, do you? What do you have? Oh, you've never done a podcast about a movie. Well, I don't know. Maybe I know more about movies than you do. Yeah, you you do. Yeah, I guess maybe I I don't know. Maybe you do. Although the only thing about it is that uh, I have to, you know, acknowledge that. Uh, you don't really have to do that much to start a podcast, but I don't like acknowledging that too much. <laughs> <laughs> Although we have time. Time is definitely one of them because we put yeah. in a lot of time. We do. Maybe we could put in more time, but we do put in a lot of time. Yeah. We put in a lot of Keep you know, me forsaking comfort of you know our warm beds and staying up late. It's true. It's always late. <laughs> but we would do that anyway. We should so do it in the, the mornings thing. from now on. That'd be fun. That would be actually fun. Yeah. Actually, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, uh, let's see acting oh yeah everyone's good everyone's good Dustin jack Hoffman. black what is it jackie chan plays monkey uh, seth rogan plays Lu- mantis Lu- lucy Liu, i think plays <gasps> lucy Liu plays tigress i think really let's see hold on she plays somebody quick quick wikipedia search no angelina jolie she plays oh. viper angelina lucy. jolie oh and then lucy Liu's viper david oh. cross is crane Jackie Chan is monkey. Oh, he's in Arrested. Oh, this is that guy. Yeah, he's from Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, yeah. And he was the uh, the the really goofy guy, right, in Arrested Development. Yeah, Tobias. Yeah, Tobias Funke. And then, um, who was your Uruguay? Uruguay. 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 Um, Mr. Ping was played by James Hong. That's the <gasps> adoptive father. And then he's in. Uh, he's in. What is he in? Randall Duck Kim. He um doesn't have many things in his wikipedia article but it looks like he's from wow he's been in a lot of movies though he was in john wick he just apparently doesn't want people to know who he is maybe there's just that he was the key maker in the matrix reloaded so he's kind of a big deal no i've seen him before i can't remember where last airbender he was in the lost empire okay i think i was thinking that that that's a different movie i'm thinking of yeah so uh, you know, this is a solid... I mean, uh, these movies always have, like, really big names. Like, uh, I kind of wish sometimes, though, that animated movies would, like, pick the really good voice actors instead of going for, like, the big names. Because there's are people who are, like, lifelong voice actors who don't get recognized. And I, I feel like since they have more experience in the art, these big movies should go to them. But they have to pick these, like, huge guy, these huge, you know, Hollywood stars to hot to like be the big roles because it's the same thing like if if somebody's like sort of on the fence and they see like jack blacks in the movie they might watch it well yeah and it's also like it's sort of a business thing we're gonna watch listen to a voice let's listen to a voice we're familiar with yeah i guess that's true but i'm saying like if you're looking from purely talent standpoint you might like these people might not be the most talented people in the different than real because they're not they're not voice actors by trade they might do some voice acting but it's not their main career jack black is he's done a lot of stuff and yeah now some some actors have become so well versed that they can do both and i think most of the time they do it really well so i don't really know i saw i just kind of wish that sometimes the voice actors who spend their whole careers being unknown would get a little bit of recognition true i saw on the cast list kyle gas plays one of the pigs in the in the town and he's the the other co-tenacious D person with Jack Black. Oh, yeah. So he, uh, they're, they're like the two people in Tenacious D along with some other people. Like, they're the two main singers, so. So a lot, a lot of, so this is like a, so does Jack Black start 
under Tenacious D, or is that after he was like famous that he started it? I don't really, I can't remember. Then, like, so Andy Samberg was in the Lonely Island, so there's like yeah. a fair amount of like comedian actors who started out, like, or or sort of gained like a following through doing sort of like joke band things. I can't remember. I honestly can't. I know. I know two- it was early. Yeah. 2006 is what I'm seeing, so it would have been in the middle of their career, but still cool. Still cool. Yeah, when did uh, School of Rock come out? 2005, I think. Okay. Uh, it's a movie I have not seen that I really want to see, because it, I mostly hear really good things about it, and it has Jack Black in it. So, so Jack Black at, in the early 2000s was like, hey, let me become an actor, and let me... No, it was actually 2003. Oh, okay. Let's look at Jack Black. So he's like, I'm already an actor, let me start a band, too. Yeah, I mean, that does happen a lot. Jack Black's definitely a um, very specific role most of the time. High Fidelity? Is that a... No, I don't know what that is. Oh, he was in King Kong? So he's been in, he's been in some serious movies, too. I've heard of this movie. This is like a dark comedy, Bernie. But again, I haven't watched all of these, so... Sorry that I haven't watched every single Jack Black movie. I feel like I've failed the audience... Yeah. Every time I'm like, I've only seen a couple of their movies. I feel, oh, it just breaks my heart. You have to see every. Even movie though then. I don't think I should, really, I live a really sad life if I measure my value in the amount of art I've consumed because that's like the easiest thing to do in the entire world, is to consume something. Like, yeah, I'm not like, adding I've eaten anything. The most hamburgers is that good? Yeah, like no, it's, no, it's really not. It's probably bad, really bad for you. Like you're probably gonna have a heart attack. Yeah, so don't watch all these movies. So it's actually, Ben's third movie today. It actually maybe you should give me a sense of pride that I haven't seen. Oh wait, can't be prideful. Gotta be humble. Yeah, build your kingdom. <laughs> build my kingdom. I keep saying that every time. I think sometimes my kingdom is built around feeling like uh, I'm really open, so that way people can't find a flaw in me because I'm so open. You know. Even let, if there is let me put flaw. my problems in front of you so you can't point them out. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like my self-awareness is my flaw. And then maybe it's that I think I'm so self-aware and I'm really not. And so when I say that I'm self-aware, it's like my insecurity because I'm afraid that I'm not self-aware. That's like my ultimate fear. I think you get pretty close. Yeah. So, but now it's so, it gets really like weird because I, I just get into so many meta levels of thinking about things, I think. Because so many times on the podcast, I'll just... Like, acknowledge something, and then I'll acknowledge I'm acknowledging it, and then now I'm acknowledging that I'm acknowledging acknowledging it. And you're thinking, like, why? And I'm like, I'm just in an endless trap here. Like, I'm going to keep going down this path of acknowledging things. You should be an astrophysicist. It it never ends. like (laughs) Or a philosopher. It never begins. It never ends. It's just there. All right. Okay. Style. (laughs) Really good style. Yeah, I think it goes well, like... Yeah. It's an- like you don't even notice it's animals. I mean like you you know they're animals. They have different styles and different voices, but like you don't even you like forget like when you hear Kung Fu Panda and someone were to describe the movie, you wouldn't hear that they were animals. Mm-hmm. Like you you would say townspeople. Yes. So that's actually true. That's a good point. So, I don't know. I think it fit well with the style of the animals and Kung Fu, the whole town like we're being revolved around these ancient mystic arts types of things. And then it getting disrupted, and an old foe comes back, and just kind of all fits together. I agree, and the coloring is really good. I think there's a good color palette to this movie; works very well. <laughs> a lot of sunsets, sunrises. Mm-hmm. Anything that's set in this sort of Chinese mystical thing is, I think, tends to be pretty cool. 
especially when you do it animated because you have a lot of different options that you yeah, can Yeah, you use. don't have to wait for the actual sun to rise. Ugh. Right. The actual oh, sun. So, oh, man. So be hot. Difficult. Yeah. But not in a good way. But not in a good way. <laughs> so, I didn't know, honestly, I didn't really think about the soundtrack that much. Everybody loves kung fu fighting. Yeah, other than that. If it's uh, not memorable, that takes points off already. Yeah, but I, it makes... And you know it's solid if it's not memorable because you're not thinking, oh, this is horrible the whole time. Like, you know it's bad if you are if you think that it's bad. But if you don't notice it, it's at least mediocre. Yeah, that's a good way to measure how good a score is if you remember it. Yeah. Hmm. So if you remember it for a positive thing or a negative thing, if you don't remember it, it's like a five. Like, just... Yeah. What it does its job. Let's give it a five. The total for this movie is a five because it's the only one we ranked. <laughs> wow, that's pretty low. <laughs> I gave this movie an A minus. I, I. Is it is it weird if I give it a B plus? Well, actually, I give it a B plus because <laughs> I'm too insecure to leave it an A minus. I like. I don't know. I feel like it's a B plus. Like just no, think I, of like I a think, B plus. I think you're right. I I gave this a three and a half out of. Five on Letterbox. So you already ranked, rated it on Letterbox. Yeah, I always wow. rate things right away. We just Letterboxd. watched this movie and yeah. we started recording. I, I change my rating sometimes. Okay. Over time, because sometimes I I need You're I need a quick it, reviewer. I need to settle. I have my initial review and then I have my two weeks after the movie. I think about it and oh, I'm okay. like, post my feelings di- differ. Post movie tend to partum. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think that's what's really interesting about movies. You can like change your opinion without even having to watch it again. Yeah. But, like, it's just themes. So I guess the more you think out themes. Yeah. Huh. So I, I know a movie's good when I, I keep going and thinking about it and being, like, puzzled by something, and I just want to ponder that, that thing. I don't even necessarily want to rewatch it, but I just want to think about it. And, and I'm you, like, this is a movie that I like, obviously. Yeah, you could do that to other movies, but some movies make you want to yeah. think through it. But the movies that you don't want to think through, like some movies that you've shown me, it's like very puzzling and very psychological and but i don't want to like yeah. think about it you know but you the movie has to entice you to right. like think about me come on so for whatever way that i'm wired it makes me want to think about it but for some reason zach will latch onto some other kind of movie that maybe i don't like maybe i do like it like i can analyze a marvel movie in about 30 seconds cuz it's pretty straightforward not going to maybe lie. that's maybe that's why you like marvel cuz you want to be able to completely analyze something in a no. short period of time. No, I just I, I want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop trying to understand why you like Marvel so much. It's great. Shang Chi, November, no September third. Black Widow. We are gonna review Black Widow. Yeah, and we'll probably probably pl- next week. Our schedule is gonna be so weird. Like, actually, we might we may have already reviewed Black Widow. Uh, by the time this comes out, because I'll probably uh, push everything back. Time warp. What are we in, yeah. Loki? <laughs> oh, man. And uh, you might already know the end of Loki by the time this comes out, actually. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, probably. So good. When this was recorded, the next one that will come out is probably Luca. And then uh, I am I have been putting off the creep one, but that will probably be pushed back really far, and it'll just be, like, randomly. You won't probably really know it, but that one will have come out way after it was recorded. But it's, it's so weird, our timeline versus the audience timeline. I know. I'm just acknowledging it now, and you're going to be like... It's kind of cool because we're, we're disorienting the audience. We're like, whoa, what's going on? This we like, should save it for October. Yeah. Oh, we could, actually. We have that option. Yeah. Um, because we could always just keep pushing it off. 
so <laughs> that's what we do in life really yeah just one week one week i didn't have creep and i was just like i'm just not i just put put off record releasing the podcast and then we just didn't release one for like two weeks that's okay ben we all have different things going on I including know. you remember your kingdom has to get i know burned. i was like sometimes sometimes it's okay to not you know put movie vault in the front because i have to work on this other thing yeah like, i was probably not there was probably times that i wasn't being productive that i didn't do movie vault but like you know. watching three movies today yeah. I'm just joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but today was a weekend, okay? Yeah, weekends we don't work. We know. Yeah. And uh, all I had to do was run. So, yeah. And I, have I a take that belt. back. Okay. Don't tell them. They're going to want us to quarantine for you. That's true. It's a good point. It's just the cold. Oh, yeah. This episode also came out in the middle of March 2020. <laughs> we didn't tell you guys that. We're this just is really actually, planning ahead. This is actually the first movie vault podcast. <laughs> we never released it. <laughs> you know, we could just we we could say that and try to convince people and I don't like we might mess up somewhere, like slip up somewhere. But we, <laughs> we might actually be able to legitimately make I don't know whether I could go back and talk like I did in March twenty twenty though. Like that, what would be the subtle difference? We didn't start until we're almost a year in. We didn't start until like August. Yeah, it was August. So it's almost been a year. Oh yeah. Wow, one month. It's been 11 months. One month from now, we should do a one-year party. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Happy birthday to the movie theater. Vault. Yes, that would be cool. Oh. Maybe maybe that's what... I know we need to do something like that to really, you know... These are the things we should and, be talking about off the yeah. podcast. Exciting things might be happening. But gonna I you. wouldn't count on it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't involve you. <laughs> Probably not. Especially if you live in another country. But we do appreciate our listeners who live in other countries, yeah. even if you're not real. Even if you're just a bot or somebody using a VPN. Hey, we still of, appreciate you. Out of all of them, one of them is probably real. Yeah. But I just hold on to that hope that there's that one person who's real who listened to us from another country. It was like, I really like the, your episode on The Fast and the Furious. Because if I'm going to be honest, that would be the movie that somebody from a foreign audience would listen to. Because Fast and Furious is really popular worldwide. True. Cars and Vin Diesel and um, other things about Fast and Furious movies are just things that everybody in the world can just latch on to. We can, all, we, can, we can unite the world through Fast and Furious. Yeah. I saw a tweet the other day that said, come on, the, next, and the Fast and Furious gang should just fight the Avengers now. Yeah, that's actually true. They build up to that point where they're basically, it's the same thing as the Avengers. There's not quite as many movies, but they build up such a big universe. And they're basically superheroes at this point. Yeah, I mean, Vin Diesel's using a vine to swing his car. Hobbs and Shaw had a legitimate supervillain who had powers, and the people who didn't have powers beat him. A spoiler alert. No. Hobbs and Shaw won? <laughs> who would have no. guessed? Oh, come on. <laughs> I would have thought they lost. No. Oh, man, I hate it when... You spoil movies. <laughs> Come on. Okay, Britta moments with Britta Perry. I think most of the plot holes um, are just the weird transition between him being coming. Like the plot hole is that he can train to be kung fu this fat to be a kung fu master th- as fast as he does. Like that you is a plot this, hole. You said that this can, fat. This fat. I mean, the subconscious. <laughs> this fast. I mean. They, all their arguments about him being out of shape and not knowing anything about Kung Fu and needing years were legitimate. Like, there's no way he should have been able to actually do that. 
Well, I think another plot hole is like they only spent like six minutes doing a montage of him training to become completely done with training. That's true. Like, and it seems like all he did was eat food. Yeah. Or try to. And that was all of his training. Yeah, it seems like one day. I know. It's crazy. So I, that's the main plot hole. Yeah, it's kind of just like... Otherwise, they're just copying Star Wars, so there's not too many plot holes. Yeah, Star, Wars Star Wars is perfect. Star Wars doesn't really have plot holes. I, maybe their characters aren't always the most interesting, but... Yeah, maybe, like, we have a sibling kiss, a ch- kiss each other, but, like... Yeah, now, Oh, yeah, we I fix that later, that. yeah. They're like, oh, we decided to make them siblings after we had them kiss, so we couldn't take it out, but, like, our intentions were good. That's so weird to me, and nobody talks. I mean, people talk. Yeah, about I don't it, really but think about. I don't really think about, about it. it that much. Like when I think about Star Wars, I don't think like, oh man, this movie has like an incest part. But they never like address it. Yeah, they, they should. They don't really. I feels like that should be. That's way more traumatic than they made it out to be in Star Wars, or it should be. If it's not traumatic, that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, on that note, stock market. I would. Put, you gotta invest in Jack 631 Black. Six hundred thirty-one million dollars. Jack Black would be the highest rising stock, doing so many successful things now at this point. Maybe his most popular movies were behind him, but his overall being known and personality were still on the rise. Jack Black is bigger than he is. Jack Black's personality, it just surpasses his roles. Yeah, and Jack Black's name, I feel like. The name, having a name like Jack Black automatically makes you well-known. Memorable. It's a very memorable name. Like, even before I knew who Jack Black was, I knew the name Jack Black. Now, there might have been somebody else named Jack Black in the past There's who was probably famous. lots of people in the world named Jack Black. That's true. It's, not a, it's kind of a common name, but it's a good name to have if you're the one person well-known in the world whose name is Jack Black, I guess. DreamWorks, I feel like you would have had to invest. Like, nah, I don't know. I'm sorry. Really? No, probably not. I think DreamWorks is the like, oh, so close to being as good as Pixar. Maybe not say. really even that close. But no, no, not even close. The, no, Secret you're right. Life of Pets you're versus right. Nemo. That's true. Are you no, kidding Secret me? Secret Life of Pets of Illumination was. Well, yeah. See, I don't even know DreamWorks. That's why. DreamWorks is Shrek like Shrek is how, good. Shrek, How to Train Your Dragon. Those are uh, good. Madagascar. Okay, um, never mind. You're reminding me that these are good. That's what I'm saying. They're like, but they're not. They're not. They Pixar don't. Level. They don't deal with the level of subject that um pixar does that makes them appealing to both adults and kids like pixar is just on another level but they're still pretty good they're pretty solid dreamworks is mainly for kids except for shrek shrek's for adults yeah shrek is for adults but everything else is for kids so that's what makes them different because i think pixar is like really for adults but they just make kids movies like they're pretending to be kids movies so that um like adults will bring their kids and their kids will be happy and the adults will be like the ones who really want to be there, but like this is the opposite. Like and the kids will want to go, yeah. And then the adults will be like happy because they can like sit through it, and it's not like completely below their ability, like below. In fact, like, adults enjoy it probably. Probably, there's probably a lot of adults who would be like, "Kung Fu Panda is my favorite movie." Pixar so. is when all ages can buy movie tickets exactly and want to be there. Yes, this is not quite true of this, so it's not Pixar level. But I still might invest a little bit in it, but mostly in Pixar. Okay, so final round and conclusion. I conclude that Kung Fu is cool and that Poe is 
you there's know, a pretty... Poe in Star Wars too, Poe Dameron. Oh yeah. What? So, oh man. Now Star Wars is borrowing from Kung Fu Panda. They're like, ah, you stole from us, we steal from you. Yeah. Man, it's so sad. People are just stealing from each other all the time. I know. What does the world come to? Exactly. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. We know that our next movie will be Black Widow, but like we said, it might come out before this, so it's not really the next movie. So we don't, we don't know what time you're going to hear this. It could be January 10th, 2025. We, yeah, we could have just like, lost it and then somehow found it. Which reminds me, I should definitely remember to save this. I should always save before I start recording, but I never do for some reason, which is a really bad idea. Anyway. Um, You're right, actually. Yeah, although technically if you saved it and then started recording and the computer died... Either way, yeah. Either way, it wouldn't really matter. You just have a file with the name. Yeah. Because you ha- otherwise you have to like stop it periodically and then save it because it won't let you save while you're recording. But if it says my name, it's worth keeping. That's true. I always thought that that would be so sad. This has never happened, fortunately. I almost thought it happened with Creep until I remember that we recorded it on David's computer. But, uh, like, we go through a whole thing, and then I get back home, and I realize that somehow it got deleted or not recorded, and we spent all that time, and it just is gone. It's like, just that's, an hour event. That's what it's makes okay. it, That's my biggest nightmare, like, more than getting cancer or anything like that. Yeah. It's that happening. We really dream big here. We Our nightmares are real. Yeah. Yeah. Our nightmares are, like, legit threats. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm about ready to close the vault. I don't know about you. We got new carpet in the vault. We did. Yeah. We got to address that. Address the carpet. All right, now it's addressed. <laughs> <laughs> the carpet has been addressed. <laughs> um, it is now time to close the vault. Okay. Chop, chop. Kung Fu Fighting